Oh, did you move? No, that's my room. You've always had your um, blinds down. Uh, I really? didn't know that you had a view. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not much of a view, but uh, I do have like a... It is good light. It's a big, big like side. Where is it again? Upper West Side. It's like very like Seinfeld oh. area. Yeah. Boom, ba dum, boom, boom. Recently, I've just been missing New York. So really? anything, anything New York, any view, any shot of yeah the buildings, the streets, or whatever. Yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. like like the wow. Nick Hill, like the Nick Hill uh, New York yeah. skyline pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love those. I want more. I I just met up with my friend Tammy the other day and i'm like on your instagram story just post photos of you walking around i want to i just want to see that all right i'll i'll do a little bit of that you live in a place long enough and then you don't do that anymore yeah but i still want that yeah that's true it's like <laughs> 6 years into new york like yeah ooh i'm not i'm not like concrete jungle wet dream yeah. tomato anymore you know yeah <laughs> exactly and for me, I stopped posting, you know, no more pictures of the sunset. Yeah, no more no more palm tree pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I, I still I still appreciate those. I just don't share yeah. them with my New York friends who I think yeah. you reach a certain point and it's like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. But then after a few years of not seeing it, you're like, actually, I still want to see that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, I think it's kind of the return to hope core you're talking about. Also, like mm. the volume at and frequency. If you do like one a month, I think that's like very cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd actually prefer that than you doing it when you're traveling to a resort. Yeah. Or something, you know? Yeah. You know what? Someone who does do that, my friend Jack, he is, yeah. a, he went to NYU, but he's an LA local. He's from uh -huh. Silver Lake. And nice. he always, at least once a week, will just go on a walk, like a neighborhood walk. Oh, that's so lake. healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he'll just, he takes like five or six photos yeah. of just different streets, some cars, houses, the, the sky, the sun, the clouds. Yeah. And it's like, it's so, it just makes me be like, oh yeah, I really love where I live. Yeah. It's so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I always try to, I want to be in life and I do do this. I want to be someone who stops and smells the roses. And so when, when something is very beautiful, I'm the cheesy guy that's like, Wow, I can't believe how beautiful this view is. These flowers smell great. The sky is so blue. It helps to say it out loud, I think. Yeah, I think saying it out loud, there's something psychological about it. It's like, it's like when you yeah. write something down, it, yes. it, it, you remember it better. I think it's like mm -hmm. saying something out loud, I think like, tell, like it tells your brain that it's more real or something. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it, yeah. I, well, I'm speaking, all of that yeah. is very Iro of you. <laughs> verbalizing on the th the things that he appreciates his tea his warm baths or whatever he has yeah because there's so much that we have in this life that is it's very easy to look past it as yeah. an ordinary thing but we should all have gratitude for these yeah. things you know there's so many luxuries that makes us so happy and this year this year you know it's 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 december yeah. 28th yeah you're in a you're in a reflective mood i see i yeah i don't know i didn't plan on this yeah, yeah. but 2023 has been a really great year. I've done so many great things. I've lived a great life this year. Yeah. I think I'm I'm certainly looking back on this year and being like, this was such a great time in my life. Yeah. And I think 2024 is going to be pretty much exactly the same. It's going to be another yeah. great year. I mean, I think it's great, actually, that we're talking about it this episode, too. I think 2023 was my most Zuko year. <laughs> I think... 
I think it was yeah. my most like just. Yeah, I'll have to agree with that. Eating the the internal conflict, just just fistfuls of internal conflict mm-hmm. soup. Uh, not mm-hmm. that you eat soup with fists. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the noodles uh, yeah, yeah. that way. Uh, and I think 2024 will feel a lot like the the leaf that has turned for Zuko, like this episode and last. Yes, I think so too. Because I think you've seen me do my Zuko journey in the last several years. But I think this uh-huh. year was like, <clears throat> it was in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And also, I wasn't shying away from it. Yeah, you, we, we've said many episodes through this this podcast. Every every big Zuko episode uh, this season has been you also commenting on, wow, like I relate so much. This is this is one of my favorite episodes because yeah. the Zuko journey. Yeah. And we, we all love the Zuko journey. And this is a very important step, the episode we just watched, in the yeah. Zuko journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so should, should we dive in? Let's dive in. Let's do it. Well, welcome back to the podcast. We have a theme song, and it goes like this. Welcome back to Avatar The First Viewing. This is the podcast where the first-time watcher of the show, Avatar The Last Airbender, goes through and watches the entire series from start to finish alongside an Avatar expert. I'm your avatar expert, Eli. I am your avatar newbie. My name is Peter. Hey, Peter here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Zuko here. And today we watched 12, season three, episode 12, The Western Air Temple. Dang, we're really getting along. We're doing the thing. this season, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll finish by the end of the year like we promised, but I think think we might finish in January or February. Yeah, hopefully before the new series comes out. I really Mm. would like to see if we can do that. Yeah. But today we watched the uh, the Western Air Temple. What are your overall thoughts, Peter? Oh, brother. Uh, I thought that it kind of felt like a transition-y episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was in some sense. Kind of like how the end of season two was a... It was a climax, but it was like a subclimax, you know? Yeah. Where like Bossing Say falls and it's kind of like awkward, mm-hmm. sad. Like it kind of feels like... This is the sub climax before like the big, big climax at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. These episodes, I think, will feel a little bit less decompressed or, or yeah, more decompressed yeah. rather. But thinking about it after the episode, a lot actually happened. Mm-hmm. I thought midway through, I, I thought it was just going to be Zuko kind of joins the crew and that's it. But like the, actually a good amount of stuff happens and thematically mm-hmm. and dialogue wise or character development wise, I think a good amount happens here. That we can Mm -hmm. talk about. Not like the most mind-blowing best episode, but very enjoyable, very good. Uh, A lot of stuff to chew on. I have pretty much the exact same thoughts. Good transitional episode. There's not that much this this episode could do. I'm happy with what it did do. And let's go with the newbie recap. Yep, yep. Okay, newbie recap. Uh, So the Aang gang and a few stragglers from the invasion are kind of trudging along what seems like the desert or, or something. Making their way towards, were they trying to get to the Western Air Temple? They were, I think they were looking for yeah. it as like yeah. a place of uh, like a like a safe haven. Yeah. At the end of the previous episode, they said we're going to the Western Air Temple because we know that's safe. Ah, okay. So they get to the Western Air Temple, and it's like fucking upside down, which I have some thoughts about. But <laughs> it's like hanging from the underbelly of a cliff, and they're taking safe haven there. 
They're like, oh, what the hell do we do now? I guess the next plan is our old plan, which is you have to learn firebending. Aang is like, yeah, but from who? Meanwhile, they show Zuko kind of following them. They make it very obvious, but not necessarily in a bad way that like they're teeing up Zuko to be the teacher. I just yeah. didn't think it would happen in the same episode, but it does. Basically, Zuko is now fully, he's fully, he's not conflicted. He knows exactly what he's trying to do. He's rehearsing, like apologizing to them and mm-hmm. asking to join their group. Uh, super cute. And then he does. They're like, get the fuck out of here. How could we trust you? All the things that we expected. Eventually, he gets accepted into the group because uh, Combustion Man is after them. Zuko helps ultimately defeat him in, yeah. like, in the Western Air Temple area. They reluctantly, well, mixed feelings from the group. They take him in so that Zuko can teach Aang firebending. And then Katara ends the episode by saying, if you slip up even once, I'm going to end your destiny. <laughs> and Very I think ominous. that's everything. Yeah. So we got our overall thoughts. We have the recap. Predictions. I mean, the obvious one here, Zuko teaching Aang firebending. Yeah. Uh, the other thread that's hanging here is Katara and Zuko, because that ended on a very sour note. So yeah. Why don't you speak to both of those things? How do you well, think firebending teaching is going to yeah. go? How do you think that's going to result? I actually, I'm most excited about Zuko as a bending teacher. Mm-hmm. And I just realized that the end gang is just made up of his teachers. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And Sokka. Yeah. And Sokka. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be the, it's going to be the most dank in terms of like, because they're foils and they're kind of like both mm-hmm. finding balance in each other. So I yeah. think it's going to be really awesome to see one-to-one how they learn from each other and how they balance each other out and how they conflict. Mm-hmm. I know, that's so vague. I wish I had some better... I'm having trouble like articulating exactly what I'm excited about, but... Do you think Aang is going to be good at firebending right away? Or do you think it's going to take some training? No, I mean, obviously he's going to be very, uh, very bad. And I think like, I think we're going to see a lot of like Zuko's old habits come out. I think thematically it would be very interesting. And I feel this myself too. It's like, we shit on the toxicity of our parents or our ancestors or, or, or generational trauma. And then yeah. like we exhibit it ourselves kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a bit of Zuko's like temper come out here and there. Mm-hmm. I think a big part of it is like firebending is passion. Firebending is like oftentimes rage and anger and power. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. whole point of this is to like bring control into that. Yeah. So I think we're going to see struggle there, mm-hmm. but I actually think like, that is what Aang, even though fire and air are not like the opposite elements, I think Aang as kind of a natural born pacifist is somewhat, I mean, he he's not somewhat, he's definitely reluctant to like engage with his like, I don't know what to call it, like his warrior, like his mm-hmm. attack spirit, you know, his, mm-hmm. his violent side. But like to be a whole balanced person, you need to be a warrior in the garden, you know, as they say, like you need yes. to have that yes. warrior side. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, I resonate with that with like how I'm thinking about <laughs> entrepreneurship and like yep. self-confidence and all these things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think Aang is going to feel like if I do this, I become all powerful and mm-hmm. all powerful people can't be stopped. What if I become bad or like yeah. use it mm-hmm. or like, you know, all, all these kind of things. I think thematically those things are going to come up. Mm-hmm. They're going to hint towards it and then it's going to come up even more with the Fire Lord. Yes, that's kind of like what I'm thinking about there. Mm-hmm. But like, it's going to be Zuko who prepares Aang to like combat. Cause, cause the, the, the logistical, like the storyline obstacle is defeat this all powerful fire Lord that has a military might that wants to take over the mm-hmm. world. But the thematic thing is, can you overcome 
the inner temptation, inner power. Like, can you, because de- by defeating mm. this power, you become this unstoppable, uncheckable power yourself kind of thing too. Mm. And he's experienced that because that, that is what the avatar state is. Exactly. Yeah. 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 At the end of season one, when he became that like water monster thing, <laughs> angry mudkip as and I then, said. Yeah. And then presumably he was channeling a, the previous airbender and he has that like tornado thing around him. Yeah. He becomes versions of himself. He doesn't like. So yeah. you seeing that with firebending, like a, a fear of his his power, or oh, is it yeah. like all encompassing all that's elements? Well put. I think it's I think it's fear of his power, but but like I think firebending, controlling firebending, I think is the thing that steps him towards yeah. like being able to control the avatar state. Yes, you know, because like, right it, now he can't can access it. Still, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not sure if we haven't. Did we specifically touch on this? Because I think in previous episodes we were kind of like, I know at one point you said. At the end of season three, he said, you thought that he would be more in tune with the Avatar state. But then a couple episodes ago, he says, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I distinctly remember, I think in Aang's books, he's like, yeah, it's gone. Uh Like, you know, I don't think it's like, I forget what he said. It was kind of casual. Yeah, he was like, I can't do it right now. Yeah, like, but but it's Mm -hmm. like, it's definitely gray, if not blacked out. But I think like this is, I think that is partially because like, I mean, there's a lot of things, right? Like he's afraid to hurt people. When he's mm-hmm. in that state, because he can't control yeah. it, he is afraid to let go of Katara and let go of like all earthly possessions, kind of thing. And I think like Zuko and Firebending will help him do that. So thematically, yeah. that's kind of my how I'm seeing it play out. The other prediction you said with Katara, I mean, we'll talk about this more in like favorite parts or just callouts. But like, she's so obsessed with Zuko. Like, she's so <laughs> mad at him. But it's like such one of those like your internal like passion is manifesting as like this like anger as anger right now but she's so upset with him you're thinking it's gonna change i think after this episode i'm like so confident that they're gonna end up together really okay yeah i'm i'm so confident like there was this one part where she was like if we so much see you again (laughs) we're gonna i don't i don't know what we're gonna do (laughs) and i'm like she's she's about to be like i'm gonna smooch you right in the mouth (laughs) she's all right uh, she's so worked up you like rarely see her so worked up I know, I know. It, it's it's really it, it. You're right. It really does happen around Zuko. I mean, clearly there's a kindred spirits. Is that the phrase? Like, yeah, she re- resonates with him with like the pain around their mothers, for sure. And she mentions yes. that in this episode. But I, I mean, like, regardless of all that, I, she clearly thinks he's cute and like likes yeah. him. She just doesn't really know it. She connects, or I, I'll say Zuko. Zuko has more emotional connections with Katara than he does with Aang at this point because. Yeah. He has this one connection with Aang that's like, that's connected with his father and with his shame. That's his goal. But as a person, he's never really connected with Aang. Yeah. Because he's never really tried to get to know him. The only t- the only yeah. time was when Aang mentioned when he when Aang was like, hey, maybe we could have been friends. That's like the only other emotional connections they've had. But with Katara, it's been several touch points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think interpersonally, as like humans and like personality wise, like you're absolutely right. I think like mm. there's this bigger... You can argue that spiritually, if you believe in like the transcendent, like sp- like spirit world connections, that they're spirit mm-hmm. connected. And we've talked about this in the Roku episode, but um, mm-hmm. but I think the bigger bond there is like what they represent to each other. Mm-hmm. It has like a big yeah. weight on it, but but yeah, interpersonally, hundred percent. Like it's mm-hmm. he's had more conversations and like back and forths with Katara. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, they've had their little small moments where they're able yeah. to actually get to know each other. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a charge there. Yes. So I thought I thought that was good. I, it was yummy to see her like 
you know, there were so many parts where she was yelling at him and I'm, I like, like the energy she was giving, like, I don't even like you. Like, why would you, <laughs> why would you want to join or why, why yeah. do you think we would let her let, let you join? I don't, I don't even think you're cute. Like that was kind of yeah. her energy. <laughs> yeah. So it's, especially at the, at the end when they're going through Sokka is like, well, whatever you think, Aang, whatever you think. Yeah. And then Katara says the same thing. Yeah. Whatever you think, Aang, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. She's uh she's she's grumbly about it for sure. Yeah. Should we talk about our favorite parts? Yep, yep. I got a good amount. I got a good amount. Okay. Huh, I guess I maybe this episode kind of snuck up on me, I guess. I liked a lot. One of my I think my favorite was when Zuko was doing his impressions yeah. to the bullfrog. And Azula. Yeah, it was like a very uh the camera was it was like a straight shot at him in the middle. Yeah. Very like goofy. Like Charlie Chaplin esque. It was clear to me, at least, that he was like rehearsing and not like talking to the Ang yeah. group. Yeah. It turns out he's like rehearsing to like a bullfrog or something, but he does his Iroh impression is like kind of good, bad. Yeah. His Azula impression is good. It's actually too. good. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually, it was good. Yeah. The voice sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little nasally. You allow me to join your gang. Or I will do horrific things to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Iroh one was like, like verbatim. I love this quote. It was, uh, you must, Zuko, you must search within yourself to save yourself from your other self <laughs> before, uh, what does he say? Before yourself reveals itself to yourself or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was fucking. Uh, it was fucking good. It was a good mm-hmm. satire of uh, Iroh, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was great. I thought the other part. I harp on Toph. Like we harp on Toph being OP as fuck. Mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome that her Achilles Achilles heel was like her, the feet, of her feet, like yeah, her fucking Achilles heel kind of like. They mm-hmm. uh, Zuko accidentally burns Toph when Toph goes looking for him, and she's like presumably blind, huh, quote unquote. Yeah, she says like she can't see with her feet. Presumably, I think she says something like that because her feet are burned, yeah. so she doesn't want to put them on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, okay, okay, okay. yeah. And uh, yeah, she, the way that she gets back to camp is like she like busts through the wall, like kind of haphazardly. Yeah. So I, I think mm-hmm. like she really is like struggling. So yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that made a lot of sense. I like that she kind of has like an Achilles heel. Yeah, true. Because she's been so powerful yeah. before. I think what brings this episode together for me a lot more is yeah. the the flashbacks. Yeah. I love seeing this because, you know, thematically this episode is is about how people can change. And it's it's nice to show that, to show oh, I forgot him about in the same, in the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the same place dealing with as a less realized version of himself. And so that we, the viewer, can see Oh, Zuko's clearly changed a lot, but the Aang gang can't see that. Yeah. And so we're rooting for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really like that a lot of animes, what they do is a lot of the flashbacks will be to actual footage, just sepia toned out from yeah. season one. That's That annoys me yeah. endlessly. Yeah, especially, endlessly. especially in a world where we're binging. To call out one in particular. Yeah. The most egregious example, My Hero Academia, the amount of times they have shown... Yeah. It's rough. There's a clip of the main character, Izuku Midoriya, and he's crying. Midoriya! Looking at a screen, being like, I'm going to save people one day. I think they've played that at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say over 25 times. Yeah, it's pretty bad. With his his, uh, mom, like, kind of like crying and consoling him. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. You're right, you're right. One thing that I really don't like about anime, and it's only animes that are like 
My Hero that do this. High volume ones? Yeah, the super yeah. high volume ones where people do the like scream crying thing. <laughs> I was about to do it, but I'll save you. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are guilty of it. Like Attack on Titan is really guilty of this. I will say, I think that's one of the best animes of all time. I love Attack on Titan. Yeah, but I, I think, think that's great. one of the gripes that I would have. Uh, yeah. One of my friends, he just had to turn it off. Uh, attack on titan because of that i think it's the beginning of season three or maybe it was season two like it, it, it loses way for a brief moment yeah 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 yeah. Uh-huh. and it like i'm glad i waited through it but like that that's where a lot of people did fall off yeah actually i mm-hmm. did fall off for a little bit it just uh i just made myself get back into it yeah but the flashbacks in this episode it's about like a week or two before episode one where zuko like just got banished and it was before he got to like searching other places he was at the western air temple with his like tight top knot Mm -hmm. even iroh had like a slightly less gray beard or something yeah (laughs) he was super like angsty and you're right juxtaposing it with like when he was so fresh and young and like Mm -hmm. it was even before he was conflicted it was when like he was straight up just like jonesing for that honor you know Mm -hmm. and it's weird to see that again to see that at one point he was he was so owned by his father at that point like he would he's doing absolutely anything and just not even at all listening to Iroh he's even like insulting Iroh as well in that moment yeah and to see how much he's changed <laughs> the that's the laziest that's great... firebender in exactly. the kingdom <laughs> exactly i really like that my other favorite part i want to point out is the combustion man ang there's a moment when ang does air bending against them that i thought was really cool just the way they animated the smoke. Mm. Uh, so he he shoots the he shoots an explosion at him, and then he like kind of wisps it up and jumps, and then like shoots a like tornado at him. Yeah, it was animated really cool. So yeah, 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 just yeah, a little yeah. moment. It was cool. Uh, the animation this week was like definitely lower than last mm. week, just because last week's was so last episode's was so like Chad anime good. Yeah, I still liked it. I do have a critique about con- Combustion Man though. Ooh, want to jump uh, to that? I have something I like about Combustion Man. Okay, go ahead. But I th- I'm guessing it might be your critique. No, 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 go ahead. First of all, I think it's cool that he got exploded. Yeah. And it's kind of simultaneously a critique, I guess. Like, I don't understand why he just like, you know, Voltorb committed self-destruct. Mm. Uh, I-, I don't quite understand that, <laughs> but like, I kind of like that he did. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. But the fact that he did, I liked it. It's a neat and tidy way to yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to end this character. As well. Yeah, it's a bit abrupt, but I like the way that like his metal arm, like his uh, mm-hmm. what is that metal arm guy from Avengers? Uh, Captain America, the Winter friend. Soldier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, a similar arm, just kind of flew, yep. flew down to the ground. I think it's an appropriate end, but my my critique, if you're ready to move on to that, yeah. Yep, yep. I was confused. By, like, the spatial geography of that last moment. Yeah. Because what happens is he he and Zuko are on the same platform. Yeah. Zuko falls and then he's, like, hanging from this like, root thing. Yeah. That's underneath it. And then Combustion Man, like, he gets hit by the boomerang. Cool Sokka moment. We love to see it. And he blows himself up. And then it looks like the whole tower that he was on just plummets mm. into the abyss. Mm. And, then Zuko, and then you see in the next shot, Zuko climbs back up. And it's like, wasn't that tower just destroyed? Or do I have it wrong? Did you see it differently? I think he might have moved to a different platform or tower. He could, Yeah, he could have blown. But I thought he would have had to like blown across the chasm. I thought he was just over it's, the side. I do think like, they're a little bit. I mean, 
if they didn't get it wrong, I think they're guilty of being confusing. Yeah. I didn't think much of it. I, cause like you lost me at upside down temple. Anyway, I actually like the upside down and I'll, I'll defend it, but I want to hear your critique first. Oh, God, go ahead. Well, my, my main critique was that, that you, you <laughs> just why? Cause it, to me, that's like a, like a fifth grade. Wouldn't it be cool if the oh, uh-huh. upside down world? Blah. Yeah. 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 It makes no, no architectural <laughs> sense. Architecturally. Yes. It makes yes. no sense, dude. Like, why would they want this? I, that's what, that's what I like about it, but keep going on. Like no, on, on, I, okay. Look, I know I'm being, I don't know, obtuse. I, I like, I know I'm being yeah, yeah, like yeah. a stickler for no reason. Cause it's not the point. It's just like mystical and cool fictional, you know, I might as well pick a gripe that like a platypus bear would never exist. Right. <laughs> I get that, but it's, I just can't get over how, like there's 80 different ways it doesn't make sense to me. What, what, <laughs> like why if it is upside down fine but like the roofs would not look like that. That yeah, that's I agree like with you. Like the roof agree shingles. You. Like you would not have a pointy bottom. Like why why would you have <laughs> that? A pointy bottom is so that water can run down. You know what I mean? Like like why would you have a pointy <laughs> bottom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They planted uh trees and stuff on the the, the roofs that basically became like instead of awnings they became like pot planters i guess that's kind of cool but like how would they have the infrastructure and technology to build it this way that, yeah how, okay. how how would they why would they even desire this how would the physics of it hanging on there even fucking work i think it, they could have done something else to make it more like mystical and different and mm-hmm. unique in, in in some different way here's my argument for Okay, the architecturally, I completely agree. Like they they just took something that is designed to be upright and then they flipped it over. Yeah. They should have changed the way it looked so that it made sense. Yeah. Of like this is a structure that's meant to be upside down. Yeah. They should have changed that somehow. But I think the idea of like a upside down city makes sense for airbenders. That because for them, yeah. vertical they're all about verticality, right? Yeah. They can fly and float between platforms and they can get up real easy and that's what makes sense for them to live there building it is a different is a different hurdle i think that would have to be like a collab with some earthbenders for them to actually build this i also want let me just look at the map real quick yeah that kind of reminds me of uh you watched avatar right the the The, the other avatar Avatar. the the blue avatar yeah the water tribe Kind of like a water related kind of ecosystem of huts and like yeah. floaty things, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. makes sense. They live in like amongst floating rocks. Mm-hmm. That almost makes more sense to me because they fly around on those pterodactyls. Mm-hmm. It almost makes more sense if they decided that like gravity works differently in this part of the Western <laughs> Air Temple and like they, they have temples on floating rocks. I would have been like, uh, this kind of like warps the. This has nothing to do with elements. This is kind of just yeah, mis- yeah. mystical and different. So that would have been bad. But like, for example, that would have been cooler to me than than I don't know, upside down. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, but if there were if there were like pods or huts like hanging from vines or like hanging yeah, from yeah. rope or, or something like that, I think that would have been very cool. You're absolutely. They could have leaned more into verticality in a way that made a bit more sense. Yeah, you see them. You see air temple, and you think they should be living like birds, right? Yeah, they should have. 
really hard to get to spots, but very easy for airbenders to get to. Yeah. I like the underside of a ridge part for airbenders too. Now that you say it. Yeah. That makes sense. But like for, for, for example, Omashu, right. Had Uh all these things that you're like, Oh, this looks like kind of like a medieval kingdom castle, Mm -hmm. but like, there's all these like earthbender elements to it. They had those like Mm -hmm. earth shoots. Yep. That all makes sense. Yeah. 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 You're right. It it could have, it, it could have been way more fleshed out. The reason I like it, is I like the idea of airbenders would live here. And they've kind of done that because like all their other their other uh, places that they live are on these like really tall peaks that for them, easy to get up and down. Yeah. Easy for them to to get between these like really kind of isolated points that yeah, are in yeah, between yeah. these tower, these spires. That all makes sense. This could have been done better. I still like it. But yeah, you're <laughs> okay. right. The architecture should have been yeah. different. That was better for critiques. Oh, actually, no, sorry. I have one more critique. The shot of... Go back and watch this. Okay. When Toph gets burned and she's crawling away, yeah. there's this goofy, very goofy shot of her <laughs> crawling <laughs> towards the, the bush. It's like they took one animation of her doing this movement, like one crawl, oh, like yeah, left, yeah, yeah, left yeah. arm, right arm. And then, but there was, there was no perspective change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Control yeah, yeah. T made her size smaller and go <laughs> further away from the camera. And then there's a point where she just like, fades away like she reaches the where the bushes are and then like opacity down and then oh, no. the, like, bushes <laughs> close behind her oh that, that was a deadline <laughs> that was a deadline it was, that was a rough looking shot that, that was the one that's oh, like oh man that was a flash animation right there yeah if this is an anime it would be like all right they'll fix that on the blu-ray you know but for the <laughs> they couldn't quite get it for the broadcast and yeah, anyways that was my critique what about you that's a good critique that's that's uh that's Truly something a editor and producer <laughs> would, would pick out. <laughs> I thematically liked that. I mean, technically Sokka took down combustion man. Yeah. So I, I kind of like that concept, but like the, the way that it happened, he made like an impossible shot. It was too easy with a boomerang yeah. that like not only hit the target, but also Returned to his hand, <laughs> but also fried his circuits. It was a hole in one. Yeah, it was a hole in one <laughs> that went back to his hand. <laughs> it was a hole in one that bounced off of the yeah. went in the the hole. Yeah, and then bounced off and went and yeah, then back it, to you the, catch back it in to, your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also like it, it was weird to me that one um, combustion man that hit made him explode. Yeah. But two, like it, it was weird to me that he didn't know that if he used his powers at that moment, it would self mm-hmm. implode or self like self redirect. So I, I don't really understand the mechanics. We've seen once before when he gets hit with the pebble that yeah, yeah. he does, like he does sort of kind of misfires. He yeah. explodes himself a little bit. Yeah. And which I think happened here, but to a greater degree. And he didn't, I don't think he like blew himself up. He just like yeah blew up the structure he was on and then plummeted to his death. Yeah. Although yeah. his arm fell off. His arm fell so off. So it was, <laughs> yeah. I think he's done. Prediction yeah. wise, I think he's done. But falling down a chasm is a death yeah. sentence when it comes to Not shows like this. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> when Palpatine fell down a chasm, he was done for until yeah, the writers yeah, yeah. decided that they needed him again. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow he yeah, returned. Yeah. I think he's done. I, I wouldn't be so mad if the writers somehow brought him back for the finale, but like, I think he's done. To me, 
when stuff like this happens, I think it's okay to bring characters like this back if it's in like a set almost fan fiction thing. Like, oh, in the spin-off book, yeah, yeah in yeah, the yeah. comic, yeah, he yeah, yeah, briefly yeah. reappears and then falls down another chasm. Like that's okay <laughs> with me. What about kind what of. about uh that I, I wouldn't be mad if he came back in a uh, Legend of Korra somehow. You okay. Know? But I I'll just I'll just tell you right now. Yeah. Legend of Korra takes place a long time. Oh, okay, okay. okay. In the future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cuz it's it's again, I I I'm sorry for kind of spoiling it, but yeah. Korra is the avatar after Aang. Yeah, so it's not like it's not about it's not Baruto. It's not, you know. No, 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 no. Harry no. Potter's kid. Yeah, I got you. No. It's like yeah. it's another era. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Wait, a couple of things I wanted to point out. I guess this yeah. is kind of related to predictions. It's more about like me recounting some of my predictions I had. Yeah. I think I had the prediction that Zuko was going to try and stop Combustion Man himself. So that kind of yep. came mm-hmm. true. Yep. Yep. I was completely wrong about, I said Toph would be very indifferent about Zuko and she wouldn't even have a part. She kind of was. Uh, she was more defensive, if anything. She was initially defensive, but she was the one that was like, you guys are, you guys are the blind ones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was right about her. I think last episode, you asked what's Toph going to say. And I said, mm. Meh, I'm blind. So, yeah. <laughs> and she does kind of do that at the end. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. you guys, I guess I'm not the only one that's blind or something. Yeah, yeah. She was a lot more vocal. And it wasn't like she's like, I want Zuko. It's more like, I think you guys are being way too biased around Zuko. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I was wrong about that. And if anything, she was maybe pro Zuko because, I mean, she went after him to like try and get him. She's definitely pro Zuko. And she's like, as I said, when I kind of gave this away, but like she doesn't have a reason to dislike him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What really sets her off is when she was like, oh, you sent Combustion Man? That was what really pissed her off. Oh, but other than true, that, she true. has no beef with Zuko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a good touch that Zuko lets it slip and they're like, wait, wait, what mm-hmm. the fuck? I think it's time for the freshman year bogus thesis. Yep, yep. Oh, I got one. Okay, go ahead. Super low-hanging fruit. <laughs> hanging. Upside-down hanging fruit. <laughs> the Western air, air Temple upside down represents how Zuko oh, <laughs> joining <man>. the Aang gang <laughs> has turned the situation upside down. Uh, I, I love I love that. <laughs> it's so freshman. I love it. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> the fact that the flashback of them talking about it happened at the upside down Western Air Temple was symbolic of how destiny was going to turn Zuko's destiny was going to turn upside its head. Keep saying turn in more sentences and then I believe you. <laughs> he must <laughs> look within himself to turn it, himself. Turn in, himself. In, in turn to <laughs> turn <laughs> the other cheek. <laughs> and turn. when it is... Zuko did turn the other cheek yeah, this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. And it was his turn to... <laughs> <laughs> turn into a good guy... <laughs> okay, my turn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> turn uh, around. <laughs> and I was I was gonna say something about the Western Air Temple, I think, but yeah. I think that that's that was so freshman. My freshman year bogus thesis is that the three stragglers we haven't talked about them. Mm. The three stragglers, they immediately heard what was happening. And that they, uh, no. Why? Keep going. Keep going. No. The, okay. 
Ah, uh, this isn't even a thesis. Well, just say what you're gonna say. Okay. All right. All right. No. No. All right. Uh, let's let's really make it a thesis. Okay. 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 The three stragglers represent our other characters in the show. We have Haru representing Toph. We have wheelchair guy representing uh, Aang, and we have the Duke representing Zuko. Huh. Tell me more about that. Okay. How? Because. Yeah. For the wheelchair guy. Okay. There's a point in the episode where he says, I'm going to go down through the tunnel again. I just fixed my brakes. I want to oh, yeah. go. And so what I think it is, is it's Aang also fixing his brakes because he is emotionally. He was able to pump the brakes on his disdain to Zuko and say, yes, you can join the gang. Holy shit. He's threading the needle here. <laughs> and then the, du- the Duke says... It's the Duke, not Duke. It's, it's the, it's the Duke. What does that mean? Yeah, that means because it's, it's like it's the Zuko. It's the Zuko. The as in singular, as in one, as in this is this is the one firebending teacher that we are we could have, right? <laughs> and then yeah. for Haru, Haru says it seems like just yesterday that my father got out of prison. Yeah, the same can be said for Toph. Just recently got out of prison. And Combustion Man, the one who imprisoned oh, her, just shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is and, my and thesis. Voila. Take a bow. <laughs> End scene. Take a bow. Maybe I'll just do the, the wheelchair one. That one makes the most sense. That one me. makes a lot of sense. But I, I do think there's something to the fact that all of them like had like one single line. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like there's something to that. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's something there. Wait, how come the, the wheelchair guy didn't use his air glider? Uh, it's animation budget. It's not important. <laughs> you know, like it's, I, I think it's more, mostly that like, he's not important. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it, would, it would, there are moments it would make, it would make sense. Like when they're flying around and Aang's ignoring everyone, they're like yeah. you need to find yeah, an yeah. airband teacher. It would make sense for both of them to be flying Yeah, together. yeah, yeah. I, I truly but think it's that like, he served they just his don't purpose. Care. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's just not important. They really feel like. It's like the D&D um, pet characters that you forgot were there. It's like, oh, yeah, you're still here. Uh, well, we, we put them aside when the fighting happens. So they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's about our show. Who's our sponsor? <laughs> Today our sponsor is, is Visit Australia. <laughs> down under? Because that's where they walk upside down on the up- upside down part of the earth. So Visit Australia... I have only ever been to the Brisbane airport. Mm. I have never, I went to New Zealand, but I never did go to Australia. Nikki studied abroad in Sydney though. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Very cool. Dude, I always forget that she went to Gallatin. Yeah. What a Gallatin weirdo. School of Individualized Study. What a weirdo. <laughs> Her major changed a few times, but yeah. landed on. But hey, look, look who's laughing now. What, what, uh, what was her major? I don't know the exact title, but it's about like child and adolescent oh, yeah, yeah, okay. studies with cross-cultural child and adolescent studies. <sighs> yawn. I see. Yeah. Oh, no. I yawn. <laughs> not, <laughs> no, it sounded like I was saying yawn at her major. I just happened to <laughs> that, yawn. That's, well, that, that's the joke is that someone's telling you they're, they're Gallatin major and you yawn by the end of it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening once again. We've, we have a lot. Only a few more episodes to go. Eight more. I guess it's not a few. That's more than a few. <laughs> Make sure to leave a rating on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think. Feel free to leave any comments. 
We read them all. We love and appreciate you all. Hope you have a great day. Peter, what words of wisdom do you have? You know what I'm going to say. You need to look within yourself to save yourself from (laughs) stopping your other self from finding yourself.